RTHK, the news at 11 with Todd Harding. The top stories, a leading microbiologist calls on the government to scrap all remaining anti-COVID measures. An executive councillor says mainland tourists will see that Hong Kong is no longer a cultural desert. And President Biden calls on the US Congress to ban assault weapons after another mass shooting in California. A top microbiologist has urged the government to axe the remaining COVID social distancing restrictions, saying the SAR has entered what he called a post-pandemic era. Kelly Yu has more. Paul Park Lang says it's high time for Hong Kong to drop the outdoor mask mandate, noting that most Hong Kongers have already been vaccinated. The government earlier announced that COVID patients no longer need to be quarantined from next Monday. It also said coronavirus would be treated as an upper respiratory disease. But Dr. Ho from the University of Hong Kong said there should be a transition period to ensure that things go smoothly. He said some existing anti-epidemic policies are not aligned with the administration's position, saying, for example, hospital staff and students still have to do rapid antigen tests every day. Meanwhile, health officials have reported 1,987 new COVID cases, including 37 imported infections. Another 36 patients with COVID have died. Executive Councillor Jeffrey Lamb says he hopes more mainland tourists will come to the SAR in the months ahead, and they find a Hong Kong that can no longer be described as a cultural desert. The Business and Professionals Alliance lawmaker told RTHK it's no surprise the number of mainland visitors has been low since quarantine-free travel resumed earlier this month, as people had already made plans for the Lunar New Year. He expects the flow of visitors to pick up soon and says they'll find plenty of new attractions. People can see that Hong Kong is changing. It is not a cultural desert. We have the Hong Kong Palace Museum and the M Plus Museum. Tourists want to bring their families here. Hong Kong really has a lot to offer. An economist says a fresh round of spending vouchers is unlikely to bring long-term benefits to the economy, arguing that two previous handouts did little to lift retail sales. Financial Secretary Paul Chan is facing calls to offer a new round of vouchers in his budget next month. But Simon Lee, an honorary fellow at the Chinese University's Asia-Pacific Institute of Business, said vouchers may not be the best way to revive the economy. I think there's no need to hand out spending vouchers this year. It's more important to get the economy back to pre-pandemic levels. The vouchers can only boost the economy in the short term. Meanwhile, a unionist lawmaker insisted more vouchers are necessary, saying many businesses are still struggling to stay afloat despite the end of COVID restrictions. Kingsley Wong of the Federation of Trade Unions reiterated the party's call for a new round of vouchers that could be used to pay everyday items such as water and electricity bills, unlike previous handouts which could only be used for shopping, dining and services. Many citizens have been suffering for three years. We are seeing light at the end of the tunnel, but the economy has not fully returned to normal yet. So I think it's important that the government gives us some help. President Biden has called on the U.S. Congress to act quickly to ban assault weapons as California reeled from two deadly mass shootings in less than 48 hours. 
A group of senators have reintroduced a federal assault weapons ban and legislation that would raise the minimum purchase age for assault weapons to 21. In the latest shooting, seven Asian-American farm workers were killed in Half Moon Bay, south of San Francisco. A 67-year-old suspect named as Zhao Chun-Li has been arrested. Local government official Ray Muller said the shootings were hard to comprehend. I just want to say on behalf of the community how much our hearts are broken tonight. There were farm workers affected tonight. There were children on the scene at the incidents. This is a truly heartbreaking tragedy in our community, and it comes on the eve of what happened just obviously yesterday and then just weeks after natural hazard events which have really struck this community. To the local weather forecast, mainly fine and dry, but cold tonight and tomorrow morning with a minimum temperature of about 10 degrees in town, a few degrees lower in the new territories. A high tomorrow of about 15 degrees with fresh northerly winds strong offshore and on high ground at first. The outlook cloudier in the following few days and still rather cool in the mornings. Fine and dry with cold mornings over the weekend. Currently the observatory 12 degrees Celsius, humidity just 42%. And please be advised the strong monsoon signal and the cold weather and red fire danger warnings are all currently in force. You're listening to RTHK. The time is 5 minutes past 11. Two Hong Kong tourists are in hospital in Hokkaido after their rental car crashed into a tunnel wall in the popular Japanese winter tourism destination. The pair, reportedly in their 20s, are being treated for injuries that are not said to be life-threatening. Japanese media reported that the crash occurred about 1 o'clock yesterday afternoon when they were travelling towards Obihiro. Japanese police believe the car hit ice near the tunnel entrance. Senior government officials in Ukraine have quit or been dismissed as President Volodymyr Zelensky carries out a reshuffle linked to an anti-corruption drive. Five regional governors and former deputy prime ministers have lost their jobs. Those who've stepped down include a senior aide to Mr Zelensky and a deputy defence minister. Inflated prices are reported to have been paid for food supplies for Ukraine's troops. A Taliban official says freezing temperatures across Afghanistan have killed more than 120 people. He said about 70,000 livestock had also died during the coldest winter in a decade. Several regions are cut off by snow. Relief operations have been hampered by a Taliban edict banning women from working with aid agencies. Afghanistan's acting minister of disaster management, Mullah Mohammed Abazakund, told the BBC the rules will not be changed. Most of the people who lost their lives to the cold were shepherds or people living in rural areas. In Afghanistan, most of the roads which pass through the mountains have been closed due to snow. Men are already working with us in the rescue efforts, and there is no need for women to work with us. The Pakistani energy minister says power has been restored in most cities a day after a nationwide breakdown left the country without electricity. But he said supplies to some areas would be restricted for the next two days as plants were gradually brought back online. The government said the breakdown was caused by a voltage surge. The judge investigating the devastating explosion in Beirut port in 2020 has charged Lebanon's top prosecutor and three other judges. 
Tarek Bittar unexpectedly resumed his inquiry yesterday after a long delay. 220 people died in the blast. Here's the BBC's Mike Thompson. For more than a year, dozens of legal challenges, many of them from politicians disputing Judge Tarek Bittar's right to interrogate them, paralysed his investigation. Now, after finally resuming his probe, the judge isn't pulling his punches. In addition to Lebanon's top prosecutor, he's also charging the head of the country's domestic intelligence service and a former army commander. More than 200 people were killed and thousands injured when hundreds of tonnes of ammonium nitrate exploded at Beirut port. The dangerous chemicals had been stored there for seven years, despite the safety risks. Australia is reintroducing restrictions on the sale of alcohol in the outback town of Alice Springs, a controversial policy directed at Aboriginal communities. The issue touches on the wider issue of the treatment of Indigenous people across Australia. This report from the BBC's Michael Bristow. A previous ban on alcohol was allowed to lapse last year after criticism that it amounted to racial discrimination. The Australian government said it wanted Indigenous people to determine their own futures. But since then, there's been a sharp increase in alcohol-related crime in Alice Springs. There'll now be no takeaway sales on Mondays and Tuesdays. Official figures show Aboriginal people are less likely to drink than other Australians, but those that do are more likely to drink to excess, affecting their employment, health and family life. To sport and in tennis, Elena Rybakina was the first woman through to the last four at the Australian Open and looks on course for a second Grand Slam title after crushing Yelena Ostapenko with a brutal display of power serving. Yeah, super happy to be in semi-finals and uh, yeah, played really well today. Uh, even with this uh, rain delay and everything, I think that uh, overall the, the match was uh, very solid for me. Rybakina will next play twice Melbourne Park champion Victoria Azarenka, who beat third seed Jessica Pagula 6-4-6-1. Meanwhile, in the men's draw, Karen Kachanoff reached his second sec- consecutive Grand Slam semi-final when Sebastian Corder retired hurt. Corder needed treatment on a wrist injury in the second set of their quarter-final before withdrawing. Kachanoff will face Greek third seed Stefanos Tsitsipas, who powered past unseeded Czech Yuri Leheka 6-3-7-6-6-4. And that's the news and weather from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 Heavenly shades of night are falling It's twilight time Out of the mist your voice is calling it's twilight time When purple colored curtains Mark the end of day I'll hear you My dear At twilight time Yes, we have an extra five minutes tonight Twilight time is all the way to midnight So 50 minutes worth of music From a bygone era If you'd like to choose a song Please do send over an email to Radio Pete at Gmail First one is for Doris Day and the next one's for Gilbert. It's a song from Dean Martin. It's all here on Radio 3. Together at last at twilight time. Darn that dream 
I dream each night You say you love me And you hold me tight But when I wake You're out of sight Oh darn that dream Darn your lips Darn your eyes They lift me high above the moonlit skies Then I tumble out of paradise Oh, darn that dream Darn that one-track mind Just to change the mood I'm in I'd welcome a nice old nightmare Darn that dream And bless it too Without that dream I never For my heart wants you 